0: We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab.ca. everyone, to Behind the Stacks. First and foremost, we are a podcast geared for adults to share our world with you. We will cover many topics and, of course, showcase our amazing collection at the Spruce Grove Public Library. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Simone. We made it to October. We did. It's such a great month with the beautiful coloured leaves and, of course, Halloween. Love it. I try and get in as many scary books and movies as I can for the whole month. Yes, I've got a big stack. I just
1: finished reading Psycho
0: psycho yeah norman oh, bates
1: yeah classic. small book so got through it really easily scary stuff mm-hmm. loved it so i'm very excited about our theme this episode we've got comics graphic novels and manga uh one of my favorite genres of reading mine too yes really? i still struggle a little bit with graphic novels only because the pictures are so pretty mm-hmm. but the words are important so my brain's just like ah! I still struggle with manga a bit, Mm. just reading back to front. Oh, yes, that's right. So (laughs) we have our weaknesses, but we still love it and enjoy it. Absolutely. So let's get right into it. Our first segment, housekeeping. Our first uh, housekeeping item is a reminder to please wear a mask
0: and social distance while visiting us in the library. Just like the Mandalorian, never take off your mask. This is the way. Study spaces are open. It is first come, first served. And please let staff know when you're done so we can come and clean off the table. Uh, Next, we have SGPL's
1: Spooky Spectacular. (laughs) For our um, October event. So you can come by the library, grab some free comics. We have virtual escape rooms on our webpage. We also have story times. We have a virtual one done by our fabulous Simone. And Sarah is also going to be hosting a story time on October 31st. That's a Saturday. So you can come by uh, Central Park, uh, wear your costume, grab a goodie bag, and listen to a fabulous story with Sarah. And
0: what time will that be? Uh, 10.30 to 11. I've also made a spooky craft video where you can make terrifying Halloween creatures from thumbprints. I'm giving a thumbs up. Yes, we can give it two thumbs up. Oh, two. Two thumbs up for the thumbprint craft. Ask a Teacher program is still running. We have teachers on staff to help parents, students, and teachers with their educational questions. So if you have any questions or queries, please let us know and visit our website for more information.
1: That's right. It's a fabulous program run by our fabulous Danielle V, who you met last episode. Last docket on the housekeeping item here is until October 12th. Let us know which programs you would like to see in 2021. We're all curious. Would you like more in person? Would you like more virtual? We don't know. So please let us know and have a say in our program lineup for 2021.
0: Yes, we have some uh, great responses already and we really want to hear your brainstorming ideas. So keep sending them in and thank you
1: now onwards to tech time
0: with hoopla and some more <laughs> so yes our tech for today will be hoopla which is another resource you can access from our website sgpl.ca now i'll get you right in there to access it visit our website log in so you will need a library card to access hoopla so you can come by the library Bring a piece of ID, a driver's license, with your address, and we'll sign you up for free. For free. So once you've done that, you're on a website, log in, and then go to e-resources and type hoopla in the search bar. It's a fun word, hoopla. I want to say like karate, too. I'm like hoopla, blah, oh yeah, or like Klingon, like hoopla, blah, <laughs> hoopla. Oh, you don't really know <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's like a Star Wars. I'm just here and smile pretty. I'll be like, okay. I'm
1: thinking Karate Hoopla, and you've got... I've got Star Trek. You got your Star Trek. (laughs) Did I call it Star Wars? You did. (laughs) Star Trek. Sorry, I do know the difference, and Gandalf the Grey is the
0: fearless leader right now. Oh, oh, stop it. So you're going to click on the Hoopla icon. If it's your first time using it, you'll see a little blue box saying, Get started today. So you'll want to click on that. It's now going to ask for your email. So type that in and then choose a password. And once you've done that, click agree. Then search for your library. And there we are, right at the top Spruce Grove Public Library. It then asks if you would like to get emails about content and features, notifications about the service. I do subscribe to the emails because sometimes they have uh, special collections, like Halloween, for example. They have a collection of all their scary movies and scary books. So you can find them all in one place. Click next. And then you're going to enter your library card number without the spaces, and your PIN, which is the last four digits of your phone number, click sign me up, and you're ready to go. Now Hoopla can be installed on your phone, your tablet, whatever device you have. You can borrow up to four items a month. There are eBooks, audiobooks, a really great collection of movies, and music as well. A lot of um, the latest releases, there's a huge selection of genres for all ages. It's very easy to use. I do like hoopla
1: though. I mean, what did I just listen to? It was like Planets by Holst. Mm-hmm. And it's like like it'll start at Mars and it'll be like the war planet, big banging boom sounds like Star Wars and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing." And then it goes into Venus. It's beautiful. Wow. I was a dork. I saw uh, yeah.
0: That sounds amazing. Yeah.
1: Oh look, Halloween for kids on the ticker
0: tape. There you go. Yeah, Halloween for kids. So Cute. if you want some age appropriate reading for your little ones, your little monsters, then there's a whole section on hoopla. And for the grown-ups, there's a whole section of scary movies as well, which mm-hmm. I have been watching good, good, throughout the month. Good book club ideas. This I love this ticker tape and it
1: updates pretty regularly because I go here for my social media inspirations. I'm just like, yeah. Now I'm gonna go on there and Order some stuff.
0: If the item you want isn't in, you can place a hold on it and you'll get an email as soon as it's available to download. But there are also a ton of things that you can download right away and listen to or read. So our tech time tip for the month is download Hoopla. Tell us what you think of it. Send us an email
1: at Uh Now on to the next segment is rescue book.
0: Every day... Books that hold wonderful stories are left sitting on the shelves here at the library, overlooked and at risk of being withdrawn. Each podcast, we're going to highlight two of these hidden gems and tell you a bit about them and perhaps give them a chance to be checked out and saved from the chopping block as we present Rescue the Book.
1: So my rescue book pick... And because our theme is uh, comics, graphic, novel, and manga, I chose a Japanese manga uh, called Chobits. So that was on our chopping block. And I was very sad because I think it's eight volumes and all of it is on the chopping block. It's not not just one. Like the whole series, they're like, get out of here. Oh, that's sad. So let me tell you a little bit about the series. And my apologies if I butcher this Japanese I'm not trying to. I'll try my best. Uh, so it tells about the story of Hideki Motsua, who finds an abandoned persicom, or personal computer, with anthro-human form, which he names Chi. I believe in the. that's all she says. It's just Chi, Chi, Chi. Kind of like a baby bird. Chi. Uh, so the series progresses. They explore uh, the mysteries of Chi's origin and question uh, the relationship between human beings and computers. So kind of sci-fi. Kind of fantasy, kind mm-hmm. of romance, but yeah, I think if I remember correctly, Chi uh, has like all these fun updates that like no weather Persocom has. So she's kind of special, and they don't know where she came from. She's got like thoughts and feelings, and even though she only says Chi, I don't know how they figure that out. But she has all these amazing features. So kind of like Groot. Yeah, or like I am Groot for everything. Yeah, she. I think she learns a few words, like maybe his name, throughout the series. Um, but anyway, some fun facts. It's created by Clamp, which I love. It's an all-female manga artist group. They are fantastic. Also, Chobits branches off as a crossover into many of the other stories done by Clamp, such as Tubasa Reservoir Chronicles, Exholic, and uh, Kobato. Uh, there is an anime series that follows it. There's 26 episodes of that, and usually the manga goes into more detail. So I would highly recommend reading the manga first before jumping onto the episodes. And there was a Chobits video game for the. Oh, hold, hold on to your butts, folks. Nintendo Game Boy Advance. Oh, retro. <laughs> uh, called Chobits Atashi Dake No Hito. That's my rescue the book pick. Now, Simone, you have a
0: fabulous. Is it a graphic novel? It is a graphic novel. And it's called Are You My Mother by Alison Bechter. It doesn't involve any farm animals. It's not British. Oh. And it's not in the countryside. So I'm. Really going away from my formula of the books I'm picking for Rescue the Book. But this one just really caught my eye. I'll give you a summary. So, Are You My Mother delves into her troubled relationship with her distant, unhappy mother and into her own difficulties connecting with a series of long-term girlfriends as she confides her tale. She also addresses her mother's bluntly conflicted reaction to her art and folds her struggle into the writing of the memoir itself. So from that description, it does sound quite heavy, but it's actually very funny. You can really relate to the characters. I think she does a really good job describing her relationship with her mother. It's very relatable to somebody with a mother who is very talented and has very strong opinions. I have read uh, her other book, Fun Home. I didn't realize that it was the same author, so I was really excited to grab this. I just took it by chance, and then to see it was a sequel to a a book I really enjoyed was a real bonus. This book won the 2013 Judy Grant Award for Lesbian Nonfiction and was a shortlisted finalist for the 2013 Lambda Literary Award.
1: I want to see the art. I'm like a sucker for art. Oh, very nice. I like the use of the white, the red, and the black.
0: Yeah, it's very striking. So I would say this is a comedic drama. I really enjoyed it, and I really hope that this gets saved from the chopping block, because Alison is an amazing author and illustrator, and her books deserve to be read.
1: Absolutely. I think I'm going to check it out when
0: you're done. Okay, on to what's happening in Spruce Grove. Well, I'll tell you. Tell us about what's happening in Spruce Grove. It's a long weekend coming up—Thanksgiving holiday on Monday, October twelfth. So gobble gobble, enjoy your turkey, everybody.
1: And let's see here—the public skating at the Stew Barnes Arena in the Arena. Arena in the Arena sounds like a hip, like Arena in the Arena. Arena in the Arena <laughs> It's scheduled to begin on Monday, October fifth. And will be available weekdays, Monday to Friday, from noon to 1 p.m. So it looks like there's also a registration process to keep everyone safe and healthy. Uh, So you can check it out on our city's website, sprucegrove.org.
0: Are you one for skating? (laughs) No, (laughs) not at all. Nope, how about you? Well, as you might recall from our previous episode, um... I'm not a great swimmer, Mm -hmm. and I've never ridden a bike, so skating is definitely a no-no. I tried it when I first came to Canada. I kind of had this idea that everybody skates here. It did go very well. I had quite a few bruises.
1: Oh, no. Did you fall a lot? I
0: fell a lot. I even had one of those little walker things that the little kids use, and I was sliding around even on that. So Skating is, is not for me, but if you enjoy it, you should definitely come to the Stew Barnes Arena.
1: Yeah, I had two problems with skating. One, the shoes hurt my feet. Mm -hmm. And two, I didn't know how to stop. That's important. (laughs) I had the most fun when you sit in one of those chairs that kids were used to balance and then someone that actually knows how to skate pushes you around on it. Oh, I've never done that. That's a blast. That does sound really fun. So now we need to find someone that knows how to skate so we can have a blast we could do a podcast where we're getting pushed around on the ice oh my gosh a live recording of us on the ice that's all that we have for now happening
0: in our lovely city of spruce grove so courtney yes what are your top three recommendations for comic graphic novels and manga Ooh,
1: and i mean between the three if i had to pick i love a good manga it's so good but i just finished reading american gods the graphic novel by neil gaiman Ooh. Uh, I can go in a little bit of details here. they got an ex-convict called Shadow Moon, who roams a, a world he doesn't know and understands. So he was imprisoned, and then he was released, and now he's like, all right. Unfortunately, his, when he came out of prison, his wife died. And he had nowhere to go until he met our fabulous Mr. Wednesday, who offers Shadow a job as his bodyguard. And it's really interesting, because not only is Neil Gaiman a fabulous storyteller, but... It's kind of like the old gods versus the new. So now there's, like, new gods of the internet and credit cards mm-hmm. versus, like, Odin. Wow. So, so, like, Odin's pissed because all these new gods are coming and people are not paying attention to him anymore because he's not very relevant. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves the internet and credit card. And so they're battling and, like, killing each other off. And, like, it's, yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. It is it is really good. I've only read up to volume two. So I think that's all we had available at the library for now. Mm-hmm. And I just quickly read uh, Pretty Deadly, which the art is what caught me. It's so beautiful, and it's my first ever, like, I paid excellent attention to the art. Because, <laughs> as you know, that's my weakness. Usually I just read, and then you're like, oh, wait, there's... It's
0: amazing, though. Some of those illustrations. Right. Wow.
1: Blow yeah. my mind. Right? So I'm like, okay, I have to stop and read this. Um I was still a little confused about, like, what was going on because probably I was so entranced with the artwork. But there's kind of like a Western style, uh, a little bit of uh, Death's Daughter Rides the Wind on a Horse of Smoke. and Like, it's just it's like, wow, <laughs> a lot going on there. Hopefully we get more clarification about what's really going on in the second volume, which we have. So please check those two out, American Gods and Pretty Deadly. So, like my Rescue the Book pick, I am a sucker for Clamp, which, as I mentioned, is the Japanese manga all-female group. So it's all four females that just get together. And unfortunately, they're very slow at writing stuff. <laughs> and things cross over, and sometimes like, they'll start like Exholic, which is my utmost favorite. Uh, they'll continue on that and then just like abandon it for two years and then work on something else over here. And maybe it'll cross over with that. And it's just all beautifully interwoven. So I highly recommend anything from Clamp. And I really enjoyed Monstress. Have you read that one? I haven't. Once again, I, I'm kind of a sucker for the horror and gory, but this one, beautiful artwork again. That's what kind of drew my eye to it. Mm-hmm. It's set in an alternative, matriarchal 1970s Asia in a rich, imagined world of the Art Deco, which, love Art Deco. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. And then steampunk. Um, so that's just... Oh, that's a really interesting mix. Right? That just sounds beautiful. It tells the story of a teenage girl who is struggling to survive the trauma of war and shares a mysterious psychic link with a monster of tremendous power. Um, and there's a special connection that will transform them both. Wow. That yeah. sounds epic. Yes. So if you have any other great recommendations for Simone or I or Teresa to read, you can send them to us at sgblpodcast at ab.
0: My favourite graphic novels? Well, it is hard to pick because that's one of my absolute favourite genres and I read them all the time, but if I had to choose off the top of my head, I would say first one would be the Bone series by Jeff Smith. It's a bit of an older series now, but I think it's wonderful. It's about three characters, three cousins, Phone Bone, Phony Bone and Smiley Bone. And they're white, they kind of look a bit like ghosts, but they're really really cute and they have all these adventures where they encounter strange people and terrifying creatures dragons and it's it's like a motion picture in a book it's so exciting and funny and scary i just love it it's good for all ages Uh, my second choice would be the walking dead series by robert kirkman the graphic novel I feel explores a lot more than the show. I I was a big fan of the show for about the first seven seasons, but then I stopped watching it, but I've kept reading the graphic novel. A lot of the plot lines from the show have been taken from the novel, but it also expands on that world. My third choice would be Hyperbole and a Half by Ali Brosh. So... This isn't really a graphic novel, I guess it's more a blog. Sketches and funny rants about dogs and cakes and the pressures of trying to adult. And it's also very heartfelt stories about her struggle with depression. So it's very moving, very poignant. You can relate to so much of what she says. And it's also laugh out loud funny. I love the illustrations, they're bright and fun. It's a quick read, but it stays with you. So, yeah, those would be three of my absolute favourites, but I could probably do a whole podcast about all the graphic novels I love. We would now like to welcome our special guest to Behind the Stacks. She's been here at SGPR for two years, and we'd be lost without her, Teresa. (laughs) Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure to be here. So we have some questions for you. Mm. And then we're going to talk about
2: comics, graphic novels, and manga. My favorite. Fantastic. All right, let's jump right into it. How did you
0: get started in the library world?
2: Well, being a librarian was one of my dream jobs when I was a kid, along with being a rock star and a fashion designer. This one was a little bit more realistic. (laughs) Went to school for it, and then I jumped right in after six months and how long have you been working in the library industry I've worked in libraries since I was 18 so four years but I volunteered since I was 12 oh wow
0: Mm -hmm. so you've had a long history with libraries what is your favorite or most
2: memorable moment story
0: anything about working in the library
2: My favorite part about working in public libraries is definitely the people. I love the little interactions you get every day. And I want to tell you a story, if we can, about my favorite patron. His name is Simon, and he's autistic, as he will tell anybody who's willing to listen. Mm -hmm. We would love to hear that story. So last December, Simon and his family came in, and I was just so happy. I think Simon was nine at the time, and he was the most talkative nine-year-old you'll ever meet. That day, he was talking to one of my co-workers about Santa and kept asking, Do you think Santa will give me any presents? Because he wasn't sure if he'd been good enough. She was working on something at the time, so I coerced Simon to come over to me. And anybody who knows Simon knows that he loves Star Wars. So I asked him if he'd seen the new movie. And as we were chatting, Simon mentions that he's very angry at J.J. Abrams for, spoilers, killing off Han Solo. So I said, what are you going to do about it? He said, I'm going to call his mother. (laughs) And we tried to look up J.J. Abrams' mother's phone number, but she unfortunately had passed away. And Simon lowered his head and said, Oh, well, I guess I'll have to tell her in heaven. And then he stuck his finger up in the air and said, I know, I'll write a letter to J.J. Abrams. I gave him a pencil and paper, and he started writing and saying aloud, Dear J.J. Abrams, I am very cross that you killed off Han Solo. And that interaction absolutely made my day. That is a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that.
0: What do you usually do day-by-day day
2: activities and responsibilities. So every day I work on the customer service desk here. So uh, I return patron phone calls and emails. I help people find books in the library or online. I plan set up displays. I sort held items, manage social media. Sometimes I have projects to do such as updating brochures, creating YouTube videos, or assisting with programs. But that's basically a day-to-day. So you kept pretty busy.
0: Mm-hmm. And finally, What advice would you give to people looking into getting a career in a library?
2: I say this to everybody who's going into libraries, the best advice is volunteer. It's so easy to volunteer in a library, it looks bad when you don't. Which do you think is better, comics, graphic novels or manga? I prefer graphic novels because they're not issue to issue like comics. Mm-hmm. So you can just read the whole volume and just be done with that world or whatever, that mm-hmm. superhero.
0: Now, I would like to ask your top three recommendations for comics, graphic novels, or manga.
2: So my favorite author is Brian K. Vaughan and he is the best for any graphic novels. His, If I had to just recommend one of his work, I'd recommend Sega, and this is definitely an adult graphic novel. Do not read this if you are a child. The <laughs> The starting scene is two robots having sex. Whoa. okay. So he's one of my favorites. Are there any particular um, graphic novels or comics that you really enjoy? I've really liked the Umbrella Academy so far by Gerard Way, which is now a Netflix original series. The graphic novel, it's really, really fast paced, which is good for me because I get bored pretty easily. And what do you think of the television version of it? Oh, it's amazing. I love how like they adapted it from the media and they didn't, they didn't take anything away. They just added so much more to it and more depth to all of the characters. I really like how they adapted it.
0: Well, that's really good because a lot of the time, once a book goes to
2: television or a movie, it's not as good. So it's mm-hmm. like, that's this nice to hear. This one's definitely just as good.
0: Do you have any other recommendations that you would
2: like to... Tell us about um, the Sandman series by Neil Gaiman. This is what actually got me into graphic novels because I love Neil Gaiman. So I just jumped into his most famous graphic novel series, The Sandman, which is about a deity, the Sandman dream, and his experience in the world. I have read The Sandman. It was a few years ago, but I remember really enjoying it. And Neil Gaiman is always a quality author. Such interesting stuff he writes. Very vivid worlds as well as creative. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure for me as well. Thank you so much.
0: Well, I think that's about it for today's episode. Yes. Thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you, so Once Simone. again, I've had a wonderful time. I hope all of you listeners out there have enjoyed it as much as us. If you'd like to be a special guest or you have any questions or concerns or any great episode ideas, or you just want to say hi, then you can send them all to us at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab.ca.
1: And next episode, we're going to have, I'm pretty excited about next episode. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of uh, some spooky stuff. Huh? It's going to be a Halloween special. I'm so Yes, yeah, so be sure to tune in next time for another exciting episode of Behind the Stacks. We might even be in costume. Oh, yes. And we'll find out what Simone's costume is. And I didn't mention mine, but we'll find out what Simone Simone never asked me my question. (laughs) It's it's all about me, sorry. It's the Simone show now. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, take care, everyone, and see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.